What is going on, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Rad podcast. My name is Chad, and this week we were joined by Wilson Shaner of Last Night Saved My Life. So Last Night Saved My Life is a pop punk band based out of Michigan, and they are true, awesome pop punk. That's the type of music I've been listening to for years and years, and these guys just fit the mold. And uh, I even got a little exaggerated and said that I listened to the album 20 times in uh, a few days. I I mean, definitely have listened to it over 20 times now, but, uh, but I've listened to it a bunch. And Wilson is just a really cool dude as well. So... This was a really cool interview because it was cool to get to know him and, and what it took to make this band and make the music. And uh, this band, it just has so much potential. This is the ground level and these guys are going to take off and they're going to go soaring. And I'm super excited for you guys to hear this because it's just fun to to get to see them and see what they've created. And, and they just released a, a brand new album called Cherry and it's super fun super great album and i definitely want you guys to check it out and you know how we roll before we jump into things i want you guys to swing on over to wilson's instagram to facebook uh, wherever you go for social media give him a follow a like and if not his page then do the the band's page because you guys are going to be witnessing an awesome rise from these guys and uh while you're at it, just swing on over and say hi to the to the podcast page, and I'll be sure to say hi back. Anyway, without further ado, let's just jump right on in. How are you doing? Fantastic. Good, good. Thanks for uh, for joining me on the podcast, man. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Heck yeah, dude. I'm pumped because, uh, needless to say, I've I've probably gotten through your album in the last three days about. 20 times so oh wow <laughs> i've been <laughs> really i've been digging it man i i did like four hours worth of yard work on saturday and i just listened to it on repeat so <laughs> oh, sick. well thank you yeah dude super solid so uh, i always kind of like to start things out with you know a quick introduction of yourself and then we'll obviously jump into the band and talk a little bit more about the the new album and and everything that's going on man cool yeah so um i'm from michigan um, the whole band's from Michigan. Um, grew up in Saginaw, just kind of middle of the state. Uh, not a small town, but you know, it's not really a city. It's kind of yeah, a little, a little bit more rural. Yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of grew up um, loving music. Was super into the uh, you know the whole pop punk scene. Uh, you know, Blink, Yellow Card. Fall Out Boy, that was, that was like all I was about. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, like grew up going to uh, Warp Tour and stuff when I was like 12, 13 years old. Heck and yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, started off real young, learning drums, learning guitar. So, you know, that was kind of what, what I did. Um, and then actually we kind of have a, a unique situation where um, we all, you know, we all, went to college and and everything. So I went to Michigan State after high school and studied business and marketing. And, um, you know, we kind of had the bands on the side. So uh, it wasn't until after we graduated college that we were like, you know, let's go do this thing for real. Heck yeah, man. So 
so we kind of we all had jobs and everything and just like yeah we're gonna we're gonna make a real run for it that's super so. cool man better late than never for sure yeah exactly <laughs> so uh so michigan state that's uh that's the um what is it spartans right yep nice big football fan out there or no Oh, absolutely. I went to, I went to like every game for, for four years. So I college football season is like the only time of year that like people just shouldn't bother me. You know, (laughs) I feel the same. I'm, I'm already like dying for it. It's starts technically next month. It's the end of the month, but yeah. I yeah, was just man. telling my buddy, like we can we can say pretty soon college football starts next month. Heck yeah, dude! I'm I'm super stoked. That's that's just a little totally side note, but uh, but that, yeah, that's I'm I'm a huge college football guy. <laughs> my wife yeah. just makes fun of me. <laughs> but uh, you said you got your degree in marketing. You said, yeah, nice man. Yeah, so so um, I did did marketing, and um, you know, then after graduation, started working for Ford Motor Company doing sales and marketing. Nice, dude. So how did the, I mean, obviously you said, you know, you guys were like, Hey, we're going to make a real run for it. How did it, how did it come about? Cause obviously most of the time when people are like settled into a nice, comfortable career, they're like, Oh yeah, I'll make music for fun. But they don't really say we're going to like put, make a real run for it. You know? Yeah. You know, I think it's something, um, especially for me and I know the other guys too, um, where we are just kind of like, yeah, you know, we're, we're happy. We're, we have careers. We're doing, we're doing stuff that we like, but we weren't doing, you know, it's not doing stuff that I want to do. It's, it's like doing stuff that, um, makes, makes money, but doesn't necessarily (laughs) fulfill a passion. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I don't, I don't think there's ever going to be a situation where I'm fully satisfied if I'm not doing something with music. Yeah. That's, that's just kind of the way it is. Like there's people who just, we know what we want to do and yeah, we can go do something else and live a normal life and and just be fine. But yeah, um, but it's never going to be, it's never going to live up to what we know we want. So most definitely kind of like a, if we, if we don't try for it, you never know. There's no better time than now. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, that's the reason I even have a podcast. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I'm, awesome. I'm, I don't make the music, but uh, but I'm a big, big you know fan of music as well as just kind of an appreciator of of the work that people put in. And I was like, man, I've got to be doing something involving music rather than just telling my friends about it, you know. And so yeah, I, I started so cool. a podcast. <laughs> I love and it. It's, it's that same idea because honestly, I actually got a degree in marketing as well. I graduated about four years ago now, and. Uh, and I just was like, man, I've, I've got to find something that, you know, it's not going to pay the bills, but it's something that at least fulfills that, that little itch that I have. And so I totally get where you're coming from for sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, so how did you guys meet as a band? Did you all go to Michigan state or, uh, how did you guys uh, meet? I, so a few of us did, but we actually started as a band, um, before that we, uh, we started in high school actually like the end of high school um and one of the guys in the band justin he found this myspace page that i had made of me making like some solo songs nice the stuff that i was recording at home um and we didn't know each other but he he found this on myspace and then 
<laughs> he messaged me and he was yeah he messaged so me dope. he was like dude do you want to do you want to sing um a cover at our high school's talent show and um be the vocalist we've got a band but we don't have a singer and our high school's talent show is coming up and we need somebody to sing sugar we're going down by fall out boy nice <laughs> they were like dude will you come do this and so i was i was like all right we'll see what what happens here so i went <laughs> over and had practice and um and we did it. We did the talent show and it was awesome. And then they were just kind of like, do you want to actually be a band? <laughs> and I was like, yes, absolutely. So we started playing, um, you know, just local shows and stuff in high school. Um, I, I wish that we had started that early in high school. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we just hit it at the tail end and then we were all already going off to school. So we still, we still played shows and stuff um, while we were in school, but we had so many other things going on, so many distractions and stuff. And so it was tough to really, uh, you know, be a real band consistently. Yeah. That's cool though. Like I, so you guys have been buddies for years and years now and it just kind of started hitting its stride. So like what, uh, like what clicked for all of you guys after, after college? Cause it's like, Hey, we're still playing shows. We're still goofing around. We're still making music. But uh, now it's it's time to take it serious. Was there anything that like kind of clicked there? I think we just realized like we can make better music than what we've made. Like we have more potential than what we've realized at this point. So like we, I think we we made our EP um, called Outgrown. Mm-hmm. Um, we hadn't we hadn't made any music in a while, um, and we were like, yeah, let's. I think it's about time that we you know, hit the studio again and, and make something, um, make something new. And so we were trying to figure out where we wanted to record, what producer we want to work with. And, um, we just, we were looking at a list of people and we just kept coming back to one name. Uh, it was Seth Henderson. Uh, cause we just loved the, um, especially for me, the knuckle puck copacetic. Heck yeah, album. man. Yeah. And, um, uh, just love the guitar tones on that album and um, the production and everything. Um, so we just kind of thought, "What if we're going to do this? Why don't let's not make another like half-hearted attempt at something? Um, let's make something that we can be really proud of. Let's see if Seth will work with us and you know work with one of the best out there. Yeah, making some awesome stuff and, and let's see if he'll do it and let's pay for it and let's go." So we did, and it, it took a while to get in with Seth, but I can imagine. We got in and, <laughs> yeah, when 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 we got in and started working with him, um, I think that's when it really clicked for us that, like, wow, this is sweet. Like, we can make some awesome music if if you're working with good people and you put the time in. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it costs it costs money to to make good music and, yeah. and produced well. Um, but if you if you spend the time and really do it, you can make awesome stuff. And that really clicked for us with working with Seth. Uh, I think we realized when we got to the studio, like, yo, this is sweet. Yeah, what if dude. We had come in with even more material and had prepped it even more, and we were just working harder. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of realized like we could make something awesome. So um, that that really kind of did it for us once we got into a real studio. Um, and started working with a legit producer, you know, we, we really got the itch to, 
do as much as we could and, and do something as good as we possibly could. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's one of those things that like, I feel like, I don't know. It's, it's when you create something that, that not only when you listen to it, you know, it's good, but when just someone out there hears it, whether they like the genre, whether they like the music style or anything like that, they can hear the quality. It, I feel like that's like super motivating, you know? Oh, ab- absolutely. I, I've always been somebody who, um, before working with Seth, anytime that we did something that we made music or that I made some solo stuff, um, I always listened back to it and thought, man, this could be better. Yeah. I don't want anybody to hear this yet because (laughs) I don't like this part and this, this needs to be better. But that was the first time that I listened back and I was like, wow, like I actually, I really want people to hear this because I think they'll like it. Yeah. And it, it shows like the, the quality is definitely there and it like, it, it meets the standards of, of what listeners need in order to kind of get hooked. Right. Um, and, uh, I think that's, that's obviously a huge step, but then there's, there's also for me, I'm something I notice a lot is I can tell when, when bands just are passionate about what they're doing. There's kind of a, there's a, a sense of like ownership in the music. There's just kind of a little bit extra there, you know? And, uh, and so it's, it's really fun to hear that and, uh, hear you guys coming out strong on obviously your first full length. And, uh, and so was, uh, this, did you work with Seth on the full length then, or was that with the, uh, the overgrow? Uh, we did, we did, um, both, we did our last EP and then cherry full length we did with Seth. Awesome. So, uh, so tell me like with the, uh, with the full length. Obviously, you'd, you'd already started the process. You learned a little bit about the, the commitment level involved in making an EP. So what, what was kind of like the, uh, the thought process and, and the, the mentality of the band as you guys, it's, it was only, what, uh, two years or a year and a half or something between the two? Um, yeah, we, we recorded um, the EP in October of 2017, and it came out last summer, uh, June 2018. Okay. And then we went back to the studio this January 2019, and uh, we recorded from you know January through February. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I feel like that, you know, that 17, 16-month period between the two recording sessions probably was a, a lot to to learn and, and change maybe like how you guys went about the process. Did anything change or, or what kind of, what was kind of like the, the process for the band making that step and preparing to do a full length? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, every time we had written songs in the past and, you know, prepared for, um, an EP, um, we actually had, other music that we've taken down from Spotify um, that you haven't heard. So, um, <laughs> so anytime we had done stuff in the past, we um, all the songwriting was done together, like in person as a band, um, jamming, you know, full bands and trying to write all together while we're playing. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's tough Super. because yeah, that's, that's really hard um, to, cause you got so, many opinions all in the room all at the same time trying to hash out every detail of every song yep. from you know 
the progression to um, the structure of the song to the lyrics. It's just a lot for five people in a room to be working out all together at the same time. Yeah. So what really helped us um, with the full length was demoing them out as we were writing them. Um, and I had set up a, a studio in my basement uh, and just bought, you know, bought the necessities of, of recording equipment and logic and everything. And so yeah. we just demoed it out together. Um, and also separately, you know, we, we wrote on our, on our own and brought our ideas together and everything we were doing, we, we were recording it under demos while we were writing it. So it helped us, um, you know, to be able to listen back and take the best of what we had and kind of put it together. Um, yeah. It, it just really helps because not only, you know, you, you can write while you're together, but then you can also write while you're apart and just send it in an email to everybody and be like, what do you guys think about this? Yeah. And then come together and work on it. Um, so that's really what we did. And it, and it helped us a lot to, to not only make better songs, but, um, you know, more volume of ideas. We could just crank out tons of ideas. Yeah. So we recorded 11 songs, but we had, like 30 to 40 ideas and 20 full demoed out songs to choose from wow. for the album because of, you know, the, the way we changed up how we were writing. That's awesome. So when you yeah. guys were, when you guys were, uh, you know, putting them up against the chopping block, how did you guys decide which ones made the cut and which ones didn't? Oh man, it was tough. And there's some songs that we didn't choose that I really want to hear <laughs> recorded. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we we kind of we sat down at we went went over to Seth's house the first day of pre-production and um, we sat in his living room and we just listened through all the songs and we, we had a whiteboard up and we were just kind of voting on which ones we liked and um, we had Derek uh, from State Champs he was there because he uh, co-produced this album yeah. And so he was there and gave his input um, on what he thought we should do. And Seth, you know, gave his input on what songs he liked. And then, you know, as a band, we kind of all voted which ones were our top 10 or 11. And, um, you know, we just kind of took what the majority, we figured we're not going to make a bad decision if we go with, you know, what the majority thinks. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. So uh, that was actually the other the other part, uh, like in my in my mind was obviously you had him on one of your songs, um, but then also just working with him. How did how did you guys like how did that all work out? So Seth had worked with Derek before. Mm -hmm. um, Derek had come in and, and helped produce um, with Sleep on it. Yeah, because I yeah I remember he being him being on one of their songs as well. Yeah, so he he's a great. He has a great ear awesome um, and he's really good at um, you know just giving ideas on lyrics and every everything really he's, that's he's a good super drummer. cool yeah so he has good ideas for drums and um matching the guitar to the drums and uh, with rhythms and everything and um you know structuring out a song um he had some times where he was like oh this chorus should actually go here after you know end the song with this down chorus or yeah move this part of the song here and like just changing things around. Um, so yeah, so Seth already 
knew Derek and um, he had, so yeah, with him working with him before, um, I knew that there was a chance that maybe Derek would work with us. So yeah. I actually sent him a, a DM on Instagram and was just like, Hey man, uh, check out our stuff. We've worked with Seth. Let me know what you think. And he, he responded and he was like, Hey man, it sounds good. Yeah. I'd like to work with you guys sometime. So then, that's awesome. Yeah. Seth just kind of helped us set it up from there. See, it's so funny. Cause like, you know, state champs is obviously like big. They've, they've exploded. And, and I mean, they, their, their recent album from, I guess it was, uh, was it last year? I think last it was last summer, year. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, man, I'm lo- losing track of time here, but, uh, but their, their album from last summer, like obviously those guys are, are blowing up. So that's, pr- that's probably pretty huge for you guys to like, to, to have someone who, cause it's, it's one thing to be like, to have them say, Hey, yeah, dude, you guys are doing awesome. Good job to then say, no, you guys are doing awesome. I'd love to work with you and him actually give you that, that, uh, feedback. Right. And like, because those, those critical ears are so valuable in the long run. Cause not only did he help on an album, but now he's helped in like your writing process. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he helped with melodies. Um, some, some of the songs are, you know, they're way better than they would have been. Um, if he hadn't, if he hadn't been helping us, um, you know, craft melody, lyric, everything, um, he just he definitely improved the quality of the songs. And, uh, you know, just, just being able to bounce ideas off of him, not only with writing, but just, you know, like, how did you guys do this as a band? And, you know, getting ideas from him and learning from his experience. Um, it's just awesome. He's a great guy. It's amazing that he would take that time out. He's got such a crazy touring schedule. Yeah. Um, he had just like a couple weeks off from touring and he spent like that entire time in the studio with us, which is wow, that's super not cool. something that a lot of guys would do. So. Yeah. I mean, that's dedication right there, man. That's uh, seriously. Cause I mean, those guys are everywhere. I mean, they've been going to festivals all over the place lately and you know, it's just, there's a lot going on. They've got the sad summer coming up. And so, yeah, there's a, uh, that's a busy life. So that's cool that, that he's able to, uh, to help you guys out. And, uh, and so, you know, now you, you go through and, and what's like the, you said you, you recorded from January till March is what you said. Uh, we finished, uh, like close to the end of February. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you guys make this decision. You're going to like, re- you're, you're pushing full, full speed ahead. And, uh, what was like the anticipation level for you guys? Was it different than with the overgrown EP or was it like, was it like, Hey, this is going to be cool. This is gonna be fun. What, what was kind of like the feeling in the band as, as you guys were preparing for the album to release? Oh, we were just super excited. Um, from the time that we spent in the studio, I mean, it was, it was just so different because every, every time when we had recorded in the past, we, we were there for, you know, a week, maybe 10 days yeah. recording an EP. But this is like, basically we set up camp and we were living, um, you know, in Indiana where Seth's studio is. So it was, it was just like a totally different experience. That's awesome. We, we pretty much made that like our home for a while. And, uh, yeah, then, then leading up to release was also just super different for us because, um, we had never really had a release before that 
that had any sort of uh, anticipation or following or anything. Yeah. Um, so it was, you know, it's kind of cool, different. I mean, obviously we're still a tiny little band, but um, it's cool to see a little bit, a little bit of growth where there were actually some people that were interested in it and waiting for it to come out. Um, so we were able to do some more exciting, uh, interesting stuff leading up to the release uh, with, you know, just promo and um, with on our social media and, be a little bit more engaging with people who were listening to our stuff. So um, it was just a lot more fun this time around. I'll bet. That's super cool, man. And obviously, you know, where you, where you've got your degree in, in marketing, you were probably able to, to put some of that to use as well. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it, to, to a good use. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. So, uh, so I guess first the question that came to my mind right off the bat is you know you kind of set up camp in indiana how did you guys coordinate all of that with like with just life and and recording and stuff how did you guys coordinate all of that oh man it's it's tough you just you, you kind of put everything on hold and um is is interesting because your mindset is just in a totally different headspace um when you just you know leave home I packed a couple suitcases yeah, and just was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. You know, every day we wake up, we go in the studio all day. We'd come back to the hotel and we would write and we would prepare for whatever we were going to record the next day. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. You just put, you put your life on hold, everything you're doing and that becomes your sole focus. That's super While cool. It's really fun. It's also, it's also really challenging. It's, you know, it's hard work every day in the studio. It's, it's not just like hanging out, chilling, having fun. It's, you know, you're, you're putting in work because um, yeah. you, you're trying to be creative for like 10 hours a day, which is, is cool, but it's also pretty draining. I can imagine. Cause you're nonstop thinking, you know, how can we make this better? Or yeah. Cause you're constantly hear? tweaking. You're never, it's almost like you're never done, right? Like you go yeah. in, you record what you originally had. And then you're like, well, I want to change this and then I want to change this. And then you basically re-record the whole thing at least a few times. And especially in the, in like you were saying, the difference between a week to 10 days to like being a month and a half, like it's, there's more, there's more there, more time to, I guess, be draining. Cause it's like that, that is a lot of work. And it's, even though it is something you're passionate about, it doesn't change that it's, it's grueling. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, there's no, there's nothing we'd rather be doing. Like if we're doing work, that's what we want to do. But, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, I think that there's a little bit of a misconception where, you know, people think it's just all fun and, and easy and it's just, you know, going and hanging out. But it, yeah, really, I mean, if, if that's what you're doing, then you're probably not going to come out with the, with the best result if you're not putting in work the entire time. Yeah. Um, you know, you might have a fun time and, and come out with stuff that's cool, but it might not be as, as good as it can be if you're not fully in tune and, and thinking critically the whole time. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, that, that misconception probably comes from like a lot of vlogs and stuff that, that bands will do to like get people excited, but it's like yeah. the band is recording like one, one hundredth of, <laughs> you know, 1% of what's actually happening <laughs> in the studio is them just jo like joking around and, and pranking each other and stuff. But the rest of the time it really is like actually like, now we're we're putting down we're putting down the hard work right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's times where it's it's frustrating, and you're like, oh, I know this can be better. What what are we missing here? What does this need? 
So like, yeah, there's definitely times where you're just joking around and, and having fun, but um, the majority of it is not so. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, when it, like the, the fact that obviously, you know, you're, you're speaking from the, the perspective of it, it was hard work. You guys put in all this, you know, how did it, how did you guys like handle it? Cause most of the time bands find out like different differences, I guess, between each other when they're on tour or they, you know, it's, it's when these situations get stressful. How did you guys like, like learn to manage that as you're like going back to the hotel with each other, going to the studio with each other, like, um, not necessarily like that you guys would be like angry or frustrated at each other, but there's going to be a lot of creative differences in order to create great music. And so how did you guys like balance all of that as you're, as you're piecing it all together in the studio? Yeah, that's another good question. Um, I think it's, it, it's, it's a little different uh, for us because, um, you know, we've just been such good friends for so long, um, that we really, we just really know each other well and understand awesome. each other. And, um, like I don't ever get sick of being around the guys, um, so, so honestly, we, we didn't really have any moments of, um, like bickering or arguing over creative differences, uh, as crazy as that sounds. No, that's awesome. Um, we're, we're pretty, uh, in tune with each other and, and on the same page for the most part. Um, uh, I mean, there's definitely little things here and there, but, of course. um, but because we're good friends, we, I think we, we really, we respect everybody's opinion and, um, anytime there's like a difference, it, it just kind of comes down to well, what does the majority think? Yeah. What it, you know, and we kind of, if, if there's a difference, we, we kind of vote on it and whatever the majority thinks, that's what happens. That's cool. So, yeah. It makes it, um, a lot less stressful when you don't have, you know, bickering and, um, you don't have to worry about fighting over, uh, Oh, what's, what should this lyric be here? And yeah. it's a difference of like three words and yeah. people are fighting over that. If you're <laughs> struggling with those things, it's, um, you know, being a, a band in the long run is probably going to be pretty difficult. Yeah. I mean, you hear stories all the time about stuff like that happening with bands. And I'm like, man, that it just sounds like, you know, the, it's, it's the, it's kind of the honeymoon phase, right? A lot of bands, when they first start out, they're, they're, super chill, super excited, especially if they find a lot of success early on. And then, and then they start to kind of fester these bad feelings of like just frustration or just like annoyances over really stupid stuff. Like yeah. <laughs> my, my wife and I would always joke about it. Cause when we first got married, I would get so annoyed that she'd leave the water on with the sink when she's brushing her teeth. <laughs> and it's just something so stupid. And it's just like those little things. It's, it's just weird. Right. And so, uh, so it's cool that you guys, that you guys were able to already have that friendship beforehand. Cause it makes a huge difference. Um, and it allows you guys to, cause to me, like when it comes to like the most creative of people, it's those people who are, are willing to give and accept positive criticism, right. And say, Hey, this could be better because this, this, and this, it just makes a difference. Absolutely. Uh, I think that that's, uh, that definitely takes time to get there. Um, and w when I think about successful bands that stuck around for a long time, like one band that comes to mind is the main. Oh yeah. And those dudes, you know, same kind of thing. They've been friends for so long. Yep. Um, and they kind of have the, the philosophy of, uh, you know, w 
majority wins and um, let's not fight about things. And um, I think that that's what it really takes in order to stay together for, for a long time. Yeah. And I mean, think about how great their music is, you know, how much better exactly. it is too. like, even in your guys's case, like, I just think that it's easier to make great music when, when you have that kind of camaraderie in the band. Absolutely. It's to- totally true. That's awesome, man. So, uh, so what's the plan? Like you, you obviously put your life on hold to go and work in the studio for a month and a half. And then you have this awesome release. Um, you know, the, the album is out now. So what's, what's the plan now? So we've got, um, you know, we've got some other things in in store here. We've got, um, we've got a music video coming up that we're going to do. And, we were playing on Sad Summer um, in Detroit. That's sick, man. And uh, we got a little fall tours that uh, we haven't announced yet, but um, we will be announcing soon. That's so, super cool. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, just really interested to see where things go. And, you know, we just want to keep pumping this album, keep trying to find more and more people to, to listen to it any way we can get it out to people. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. Like I said, I, uh, so, so when, uh, when James set this all up for us, um, I initially obviously went and listened to your music and I was like, oh, this is sick. I really enjoy it. And I shared it with my, my brother-in-law. He and I are like Mike, uh, concert going buddies. You know, we went, and yeah. s- we, we go to like all the shows together and stuff. And like the most recent one we went to together was as it is. And, and so we're just going to these shows together all the time. And, uh, and so anytime I find a good one, I share it with him. He's like, Ooh, I'll have to check these guys' EP out. And then literally like two days later, the, uh, um, the album dropped and I was like, well, how convenient here's the full album. And he was just like, dude, sick. <laughs> and so, uh, so he and I have been jamming out to it a lot. <laughs> oh man. Thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, dude, I, uh, like I said, I, I really enjoy it. And, uh, I, I honestly, um, I don't know, like, you can you can definitely say no if you want. I I love to hear stories behind like some of the songs, um, and my favorite song is uh, "Running Out," and uh, I wanted to kind of know like what the process was behind writing that song. Maybe not like the meaning behind the song, but kind of like the process. If you remember the process of like when you guys wrote the song and how it came together. Yeah, man, that's that's one of my favorites too. And actually, um, so. My buddy, who's who's not in the band, um, but he actually he lives he lives with me. Uh, Mike, he actually wrote all the lyrics for that song, and um, a lot of you know a lot of the melody too. That's dope. Um, yeah, so he he was just he was just like, hey, you know, would you guys consider this song for for the album? And he played it for me, and it had it had a totally different um, chord structure in his mind. Um, but I just started kind of playing my acoustic yeah. along with, um, you know, him singing it. And I was hearing it in a, in a different chord structure. Uh, so when, <laughs> as soon as I started playing um, and he was singing, he was like, whoa, this is so different than how I heard it. But yeah. I love it. And um, we just kind of took it from there and started um, working through it. And honestly, we, we changed a few things from, from his original idea, but, but not a whole lot of it. I mean, that's he, super cool. He man. really, he really wrote that song. Um, which is, it's funny because there's so many people have said that that's their favorite. And that's like, 
that's the one song on the album that really the band didn't didn't write the majority of it yeah they they so they morphed it into the band's song but it it was created initially by someone else that's cool <laughs> yeah so so big shout out to mike finney uh just Heck an yeah. amazing songwriter and musician um so big thanks to him for, for that one that's super cool yeah like so i i've found that pretty much without fail not not every single time but most every time 90 percent of the time I go through an album. I love listening start to finish and just like going through the whole thing. Cause there's to me that it's kind of like it, it gives the the artist the, you know, the dues that they deserve because it's like you put in the work to, and you put it in this order for a reason. I don't know what it is, but I, I listen through. Right. And uh, yeah. every time the softest songs are the ones that always like get me the most excited about the album. Cause it's like running out. It's like acoustic. Right. And it's like, doesn't necessarily fit the, the, pop punk vibe for a lot of it but it's like it's still there and i and so that's it's just funny to me because that's always the type of song that i go after you know is the is the softer more mellowed out one even though i love pop punk (laughs) i I feel the same way i mean think about some of some of the big bands like neck deeps they've they've got december and a part of me exactly those are you know the softer songs and they're the biggest ones if you look at like the plays on spotify i think december's up there is one of their biggest and then if you look at like state champs for an example, if I'm lucky, um, that's that's their most played song on Spotify, and it's yeah, you know, it's the most mellow song. Yeah, it's it's funny though. It's just it's you know these are bands known for pop punk music, and they yeah, their most popular songs are are the mellow ones. But <laughs> it just shows that people have uh, you know they've got a, another side of them too. People love to jam out and you know go crazy to a song, but then it's it's nice to have a song that can you know make you reflect a little bit too exactly yeah dude oh man i uh speaking of like the mellow songs i i was so stoked to hear the announcement for the pop punk the the punk goes acoustic album that's going to be releasing i don't know when it releases but i'm i saw all the bands that are on it i'm excited for that i don't know if you know you saw that announcement but uh Man. No, I haven't seen that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, they, I love those things. Yeah, you were talking about MySpace and stuff, and they actually were like teasing it with like funny MySpace pictures and stuff. Like <laughs> old school, like when you'd friend someone on MySpace or like when you would you'd create your little tagline and stuff. They they did that with like kind of teasing the album. It was it was pretty fantastic. Oh, they definitely amazing. they knew their target audience, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I gotta check that out. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's uh, I'm excited. It I I'm Obviously, I I'm a huge follower of all of this stuff. But uh, so uh, so now when it like with the band, you guys uh, you guys have a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. And uh, do you guys just continue writing the whole time as you like are going? Because obviously you said, you know, you'd go back to the uh, the hotel and write more because this is something that always intrigues me is bands will release an album and already have like a whole other album worth of material that they're already working on. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Um, I, I still haven't given up on some of the songs that we didn't choose um, for this album that we had written and demoed out and almost chose. Um, I think we might still actually record some of that. That's awesome. Um, it, it, even if we don't, release it um i just want to do it just so that we can hear what they would sound like and maybe maybe we come out with a deluxe version of the album at some point i don't know yeah but um but yeah we also are already starting to write new stuff um actually just last weekend um me and riley our guitar player 
um, we were, we were sitting down and working on some new stuff. So, um, it's, it's just kind of a thing that's, you know, ingrained in us. Um, and, you know, we finished recording this album more than four months ago now. So it's, um, it's just new, new and fresh to everybody because it's just come out. But to us, it, we've been hearing it for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so we're ready for something new. And, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to keep writing more and, um, you know, look forward to the next album. Heck yeah, dude. I feel like that's always like a catch 22. It's like the, the band is excited, but they're like, I've already, I've already gotten through this a lot, but now you got to share your excitement still. <laughs> yeah. It, it's different. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't listened through the album for a while. And then when it came out, I, I listened through it again. And, um, yeah, it, it's just like listening through it. it. It took me back to when we were writing it over last winter and back to when we were recording. So, and, you know, it brought back a lot of good memories, but Heck at yeah, the same dude. time, I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm ready for the next thing. See, that's awesome. I think, you know, forward looking is obviously like there's, there's a lot more potential with forward looking than just kind of reminiscing all the time. So that makes a lot of sense. But, uh, I, speaking of that, I actually want to jump back in time real quick. I want to, okay. I want to kind of, um, you, you, you said that, you know, you were uploading kind of covers and stuff on MySpace prior to like actually making a band and stuff like that. So what, what got you into music in the first place? Obviously I know you were a fan, but like what got you into like playing music and, and kind of pursuing music more, more than just like, uh, um, you know, listening to it. Yeah. So when I was like 12 years old, um, my friend, his name's Evan. He, he said to me at school, he was like, Hey man, you got to get a drum set because, uh, I'm playing guitar and our buddy Logan's going to play bass and we're going to be a band. So <laughs> you need awesome. to go get a drum set. <laughs> and I went home and I told my parents, I got to get a drum set. And they were like, okay, if that's what you want to do. Let's get a drum set. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, so I learned drums and we started a band when we were like, 12 years old and, <laughs> and, th and then we started going to local shows seriously like 12 13 years old and i just thought those guys in the local bands were rock stars you Heck know yeah dude <laughs> and going back and i'm sure if, if i were to go back and and listen to s some of them now um <laughs> yeah. i'd be like wow <laughs> not that good <laughs> but yeah. to me then it, it was you know it was rock stars and i was like i want to yeah, that's dude. what i want to be that's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we, we played our first show when we were like 14. Um, and it, we were terrible, but <laughs> we just wanted to do it. So we didn't care. That's so, so fantastic. Um, yeah. It's, and ever since then, you know, going to small shows, big shows, warp Tour, everything in between. Um, it was, you know, kind of all I wanted to do. See, that's. That's, that's how I was. Like, I remember I, I went home and I told my parents, I was like, Hey, I, I want to play guitar. And they're like, nah, you're, you're playing clarinet. Cause I was playing clarinet in band. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I want to play guitar. And they're like, well, prove to us that you'll stick, stick with it. And then I finally got a, a guitar for like my 16th birthday or something. Cause awesome. I had to play the clarinet for so many years. <laughs> well, Hey, you know what? Clarinet's pretty cool too. Heck yeah. Maybe throw a clarinet and 
uh, in our next album. <laughs> there you go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, but it's it's fun. Like honestly, I I give major props to the parents, like my parents, like your parents, who are like, hey, you know what? That's a good outlet. That's something that that will you know obviously expand your horizons and and uh, you know supporting that. I think that's that's something so important because like kids are kids. They're gonna be fickle at times, but allowing them that opportunity seeing where it goes now right like what are your parents thoughts now that that you're actually like releasing a bunch of music and stuff oh they're they're amazing i mean just for them to let me have a drum set in the house and bang on it super loud <laughs> and have my yeah, friends right? over playing guitar and playing guitar poorly really loudly in the basement and, yeah dude <laughs> you know <laughs> it's awesome uh, and they they come out to shows um they'll travel you know wherever we're playing they'll travel and come out they're both retired and they just they love coming out and seeing us that's so cool it's awesome yeah dude that's that's just like i think it's so pivotal to like have that support and obviously you know you've got your friends and stuff but there's just something magical about the parents supporting like that you know yeah it's you know it's not possible without them for for a lot of people it wouldn't have been possible without them for me yeah dude so uh so you still are you still like working full time with Ford Company then or Yep, yep, work we working full time and um we you know like I said we we've got some stuff coming up this fall. Um it, it's we'll, we'll see where it goes. We're trying <laughs> to get on uh a support as a support band on a bigger tour. That'd be if sick, that man. Happens then you know we'll have some questions come up and yeah. Um, looking at maybe potentially leave of absence or, um, you know, something like that. Um, but for now we can do weekend stuff. Um, we can do little weekend travel tours or just, you know, playing around in Michigan as much as we can. Yeah. And Michigan's Um, a pretty good, pretty good location musically. Like there's a lot of like, obviously like I, it's funny cause out here I'm in Utah, right. And like here in Utah, you've got to travel like at least six hours in a direction to get somewhere. Right. So you've got oh like gosh. Salt Lake is, is your like, is your hub for music. Right. But, but if a band is from Salt Lake, they have to travel like six hours to Vegas or six hours to Denver or 13 hours to LA or, oh my gosh. or they can go North and go, you know, four hours to Boise, but who goes to Boise. Right. Um, <laughs> and so, so it's like, it's funny because out in, you know, a place like Michigan, you've got a lot of a lot of cities nearby. So you guys have like a weekend trip could be pretty huge for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can easily in a weekend hit, you know, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati and Detroit and Grand Rapids or um, Chicago. You know, it's, those are all pretty close. Yeah. Um, you know, we even just within Michigan, you can you can do Grand Rapids, Lansing, Detroit, and they're all hour to an hour and a half away from each other so it's you know and it's a, a different market different crowd yeah um, and great venues in, in all those cities Heck so yeah. we are definitely lucky that's cool man and uh is the is the pop punk scene pretty big out there in michigan you know i, I would say yes i think it i think it was more so um as probably it was everywhere more so if you yeah you know, if you, 2006 to back, 2009 like the the golden age yeah <laughs> yeah but we've we've got a um you know we've got a great community great scene here yeah um if you get if you put together a good show you're gonna have a ton of people that come out um we've we've been lucky uh that we've had 
you know, we've been able to play with bands like Knuckle Puck and Neck Deep and State Champs and that's super cool. um, Man Overboard and stuff because they all come through and there's a big enough scene here that, you know, those bands can sell out a place here. Heck yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I like I feel like the pop punk scene, it's it's just it needs to stop being underappreciated, you know, Seriously, yeah. <laughs> it's such it's such a fun scene because like it's just it's it's high energy it's just like a bunch of fun goofy like some of my favorite shows are going to like the the old school like going to like newfound glory or going to like uh, this isn't pop punk it's ska but like like uh less than jake or or real yeah. big fish you know like just a bunch of older people enjoying music that they've enjoyed for years and years. I think that's like, and then you see all these young kids getting into it new and it's just like, my son loves pop punk music. He's four, he's almost <laughs> four. Right. And it's like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know? <laughs> yeah. The, the, um, you know, the age span is crazy. Um, like when I look at our stats on Spotify and you know, the different age groups that listen to us, there's a ton of people that are listening to our music who are, you know, well into their thirties. Yep. And there's also, you know, that 18 to 22 age group is huge as well. So it's, I mean, it's just a wide age range that, that can get into and love the music. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's just, uh, it's fun, like going to shows and like being a part of the pop punk scene. It's just, it's, it's great. It's just like, it's the most inviting and warm, like fun scene. Like that's why the warp tour was so cool for so many years is because of, of just like the awesome crowds of people and, and just the energy that it brought. So, uh, I think it's rad, but, um, dude, I, I always love to end these interviews with just kind of, uh, fun, fun stuff, just random out of nowhere type stuff. So, uh, first question, what is your favorite non-musical hobby? Um, I really love, um, sports. So I would say, and probably watching basketball, um, NBA also, or college, uh, college, okay. State basketball. Nice. Is, that's where it's at. I was in the <laughs> zone for four years. Yeah, dude. Going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but also like, you know, just a lot ton of different athletic stuff. Like I just, I just ran my first marathon. Nice dude. Congrats. And, you know, thank you. So I've been like, I've been super into running and stuff. Um, we're running the Detroit marathon this fall as well. Sick. Yeah, my wife is is current. So she ran a half marathon two years ago and she's currently training to do it's the there's a I think it's the trilogy medal here in Utah. It's three, three half marathons in a six month span. So she's she's doing her first half marathon in july and then she's got one in august and then one in october so i was like dang well props to you <laughs> those are gonna be some hot ones too yeah yeah it's at least it's dry though so it's not gonna yeah. be as bad because when she ran her first one she was training when we were living in houston and that was uh that was pretty gnarly oh, man. yeah <laughs> but tough. uh that's cool man what got you into running oh uh, we had a couple buddies who are just really good runners and um they they were like let's do this you guys want to do a marathon together and I kind of got roped into it, but ended up loving it. That's awesome. Did you, uh, so do you play, uh, like, do you play basketball as well? Or do you just primarily watch? Well, now I just watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I played growing up. I that was I thought I was going to be like an NBA player or something as every kid does. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, I I, I played in, in high school, mostly sat the bench, but I was on the team. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I learned early on that I wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna make it. So I, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like average at best. But I just I play to have fun and that's not the environment for for someone who wants to just have fun. It's yeah, way too competitive. Yeah. So <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right. So uh next one. What is your the your your favorite concert you've ever been to? Oh. Um that's a good question. Um I saw Kisana in 2012. You said Augustana? Yeah. Dude. And and, and the so main. Oh, which oh, was it was my first time ever seeing the main. And they they might be my favorite live band of all time. I yeah, so, they're phenomenal live. Yeah. I was just like blown away and with the way that they engaged with the crowd and their sound was just so good. Um I just remember going home after that show and just being like, Wow, I I don't know if I could ever come close to doing anything that good. <laughs> It was at the same time, it was, it was awesome as well as discouraging because it was just so good. I was like, I could never do this. I'm glad it didn't discourage you from continuing making music though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, you said that was in 2012. Yeah. Nice man. Where was it at? It was at the Crowfoot in Pontiac, Michigan, which is actually where we're playing Sad Summerfest with them this year. Dope. Dude, that goes full circle, dude. That's yeah, going to be. Yeah. So now you get to like meet them and, and tell them about that amazing experience that simultaneously yeah, motivated yeah. and depressed you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope I get to meet them and, and talk to them a little bit. Yeah. I've heard they're super rad guys too. Just like really down to earth. Not into like, honestly, I, I've heard that about all of the bands that are, are a part of the, the sad summer, you know, like like the wonder years and stuff like every, all of them are just super humble, awesome, gracious people is what I've heard. Yep, so definitely that's, yeah. that's super dope, man. I'm, I'm pumped for you guys. Cause that's the sad summer. It's not coming to Utah. Like I said, I, I have to travel six hours over to Denver if I want to go. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, we're, we're, we're lucky to, to be a part of it. So we're really excited. Heck yeah, dude. And, uh, another one, what is your, top or heavy rotation that's what they call it on on uh on apple music is your heavy rotation uh currently that you're listening to um i i love um point north so i've been listening to to a lot of them live was dope they're super talented i I can imagine that would be awesome um so yeah i've been listening to a lot of them um i i have my the albums that I always go back to, um, like I said, Copacetic, Knuckle Puck. Yep. I mean, that's that's I think that'll always be it's one such of my a top great, albums. So great. Yeah. Um, honestly, I love the Jonas Brothers new album. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. So I've been listening to that a lot, and and um, the band Camino. Oh yeah, dude, they're super dope. Yeah, I've been getting into them too. Yeah, one of uh, when I did a podcast like. It was like four or five months ago, a band was like, check them out. I was like, okay. And I, ever since I've been listening to them a bunch. So <laughs> yeah, I lo- love everything from, you know, the songwriting, catchy melodies and the production is just next level. Yeah. I love the style of it. It's just, it's, it's so like, it's got a vibe, but it's also super mellow. It's just like, it's cool. <laughs> it's yeah, got like, it's, it's, it's chill, you know? Out. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I just love what they, what they've created. 
And I like yep. just that vibe is rad. And uh, the last one, as you as you continue to grow and you continue to make a bunch of awesome music, where is one place that you'd love to play a show? Oh, man, I'd love to play at Red Rocks. That one is in Denver, in Denver. Yeah, that's the, the amphitheater, right? Yeah, that's the place. Yeah, dude. I've I've seen I've seen pictures of all of like my favorites like Jimmy Eat World when they go through there. I'm like, dude, that place is dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it would be. Um, I mean, that, that place is so it's such a big venue that I mean, a lot of stuff would have to happen before we could ever play Heck there. Yeah. But you got to set your sights high. Heck yeah, dude. I mean, it's just like if you don't have if you don't have a plan, you can't reach it. If you don't set goals, you can't accomplish anything right so exactly. i think that's super awesome man well dude thank you so much for your time dude it was uh it was an absolute pleasure getting to know you and uh like i said major congrats on the new album i'm a i'm a huge fan and uh i'm continuing to share it but i'll share it even more <laughs> oh dude thank you so much this was this was awesome it was really fun to do this heck yeah dude Thanks for having me